lifestyle. Sports cards and we live now. Jeremy Lee in the building and every guest that you ever needed. Sports cards at the hours keep the hobby heated. Updates hobby talk like you never seen it. Sports cards live and I could ever beat it. Sports cards is a lifestyle. Sports cards and we live now. Welcome to another episode of Sports Cards Live with your host, Jeremy Lee. Well, welcome everybody to the Hobby Palooza episode of Sports Cards Live. It is Saturday, July the 10th, 2021, and my name is Jeremy Lee. Uh, before we do get to the show, I do want to thank my last Saturday's guest, Tim Getch from ComC, who did field some really tough questions. I also want to thank Mike and Ty from Bench Clear Media for organizing and promoting this awesome, awesome event. I want to thank Up North Collectors for passing it off to me here. Enjoyed the stream, guys. Well done. Also want to thank the Hobby Hotline crew for kicking off the event this morning. The personal finance dad, Dustin, for, for batting in second position. We had uh, Andy from She Blinded Me with Refractors as well. It's been a great morning so far. After we are done here with Sports Cards Live, make sure you head over to Diamond Yard Sports Cards. They will be taking the baton right after us tonight. Um, okay, well, listen, uh, let's let's get to it. Let's bring out tonight's panel who I've invited to join me. We've got Mr. Joe Perot. We've got Billy Celio from Upper Deck. We've got Yamwax, and we've got my boy Ben Carlos. Guys, good afternoon. How are you all? Doing good. All right, well, let's take a minute and just kind of go around the horn here. I want you all to introduce yourself, just a little bit of an elevator pitch, and we'll end off with myself, and we'll get into our topics and address the chat. So, uh, Joe, over to you. Thanks, Jeremy, and good morning, everybody out there in YouTube land and Palooza uh, hobby hobby celebration. Um, yeah, Joe Perot, um, longtime collector. Uh, my roots are in vintage baseball. Um, more recently coming into modern basketball and um, just as we've all been through the last 18 months, just a, a, a wild roller coaster ride. Um, and so excited to be here with our esteemed guests. Thanks for having us. Billy, let's uh, let's roll over to yourself. All right. I'm Billy Celio. I'm a senior product manager at Upper Deck and uh, I've been collecting uh, probably about 35, 40 years since I was a little kid. I'm a big Detroit guy, so a lot of my PC stuff is Detroit. I also like wrestling and UFC and entertainment. Uh, basically anything that's on a two and a half by three and a half card, I collect it. Let's head down to Yamwax, uh, Instagram follow favorite. <laughs> Hey, everybody, Jeremy, it's an honor. Uh, so great to be with all of you here in the group and in the chat. Uh, it's so cool. Uh, celebrating the hobby today with Hobby Palooza. But yeah, I'm your classic dad that got in a few years ago, 40-something, uh, where my kid wanted to go find Pokemon cards. Uh, I see the sports cards there. Suddenly, we're collecting both together. It's an amazing vibe. And uh, But coming back from when I was a kid and collected you know, in the 80s, and, and uh, man, just explore a lot of different niches and have a lot of fun in the hobby. Thanks, Yam. And uh, Ben, how about you, my man? Uh, Jeremy, first off, thank you for having me. Hobby Palooza, it's great to be here. Uh, I'm Ben Carlos. Uh, I'm a content creator. I got back into the hobby uh, just about last year, so I'm kind of, kind of, kind of the baby of the group, uh, so to speak. But uh, I've co I've collected uh, collect Raptors cards uh, primarily, in case it wasn't obvious by my backdrop. And what I love about the hobby, I guess, is just meeting uh, all the great people in it, especially in this uh, in this chat over here. So it's great to be here. 
Right on. Well, thank you all for joining. So a little bit more about me to everyone who's new to, to the Sports Cards Live channel. And I welcome all the all the new people who've come over from Hobby Palooza. Again, thanks to Bench Clear Media for organizing the event as I just adjust my camera here a little bit. And uh, so I, I'm a 40-year hobby veteran. I collect Hall of Fame rookie cards. I collect uh, several players from different sports, including uh, Wayne Gretzky, Timu Solani, Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal, Ken Griffey Jr., uh, among a couple of more. I started this channel uh, last April as a live interview, uh, interactive interview show. And uh, so we just have, tonight will be, uh, later tonight will be episode 105, I believe. My guest uh, later this evening will be Josh Luber, regularly scheduled programming. And uh, and it's just really cool to be here uh, at Hobby Palooza. I've, I've watched all the episodes so far this morning and uh, really have enjoyed it. It's been a great mix, and I hope that uh, that our one-hour slot right now uh, kind of complements the the what we've what we've seen so far. I want to welcome everybody into the chat. So we're as I do during my regular shows, I do like to involve everybody and say hello. Uh, we got Troublemaker Cards. I do love that name. Uh, hopefully, you, you, hopefully we all learn a thing or two today. We got Michael Ham as always. Michael, it's great to see you. We got Greg Fruitman. I'm not sure if that's a, a lunchtime. There it is, lunchtime. Yeah, great to have you, Greg. Great to have you. Farm League Sports, already a thumbs down. Hey, at least at least they're clicking. At least they're clicking away. We got the dream. There's Mike. Welcome, Mike, and thank you for all your work on this. Troy says, Sports Cards Talk Time. Hello, YouTubers. We got, yeah, there's the panel. Thank you very much, Troy. Okay. Yeah, baseball collector is used to it. There's Andy. Good, good afternoon, Andy. Great to have you. Brody the Kid is here with us. We got Victor who will be on a little bit. Uh, he'll be on tomorrow at, I, I believe, noon. Good afternoon, Mike. We, I'm usually saying good evening because my show is on every Saturday night at 10 o'clock Eastern. So I've got to adjust a little bit here. We got a Facebook user checking in from England. Good evening to you. We've got Webot too. Bill, hello. We got lots of you guys. I'm not going to go through all the comments, but I want to welcome everybody. So we do have a bit of a theme. We're going to have a bit of a discussion, and I'm going to watch the comments as best I can for all you guys. So feel free to pipe in with any questions that you want to direct at at either uh, myself or anyone on the panel based on what they're saying. But we're really going to – we want to talk a little bit about how have we all maintained our collector focus over the last year during what was a, a boom in the hobby as well as the pandemic. And so there's been – as we all know, there's been some limitations, there's been some activity, and there's been a lot of uh, a lot of content out there. A lot of a lot of people sharing opinions, advice, all sorts of things. And so we're going to give you guys. We have a really real cross section here of of people on the panel uh, that I invited today. So um, let's go sort of in order. We'll mix it up. But oh, and before we do, I want to mention we are going to be giving away a box of Topps Chrome F1 Sapphire. We're going to save that till the end, of course. We're going to do a trivia question to win. So maybe brush up on your F1 trivia because I do have the question in my head. I'm the only one that knows the question so far. So uh, brush up on your F1 trivia. That's a bit of a hint, but um, we will be doing that. So let's let's get into this discussion. And um, Joe, we'll, we'll start with you. Like, you know, how have you been coping over the last year with all the activity and the pandemic? Well, thanks, Jeremy. Um yeah, I mean, the prompt that we were thinking about was getting through the hobby boom. And um, to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of uh, relieved that we are moving through 
the boom. And I know everyone's, you know, sensitive to the dip and all, but from my perspective, um, you know, it's been a little vertiginous, like dizzying all the content, all the opportunities and um, the FOMO, the FOMO is real. So um, in the last year, um, just kind of feeling almost worn down by having to stay abreast of all the developments, um, the, the, the sort of new horizon that I'm seeing is just uh, some, some respite in getting back to the basics of collecting and um, handling and enjoying our cards and our collectibles um, and maybe being a little less obsessive around um, what we have to do and, and, and how we're going to miss out on something. So that's, that's um, more looking towards the horizon. In terms of uh, getting through this time, I mean, I think all of us here have um, made connections in the virtual world and um, great, great content, great community, um, established friendships that I'm looking forward to developing. So um, the people um, would be a, a short answer to getting through this time. And I mean, we, we did chat a bit about this. You and I, we, we talked quite a bit. And you, I, I think you mentioned something about um, like, like a lifeline, the hobby lifelines. Can you speak to that before we move over to Billy? Sure. Um, you know, in, in isolation, um, there's often moments where I, I don't always make the best decisions. And so um, in this uh, COVID time where we've all been even more isolated than ever, um, it's been kind of a paradoxical uh, exchange of, of having connections with folks, you know, you, Jeremy, or, you know, reaching out to, to friends, other content creators and saying, hey, I'm thinking about this, uh, you know, this, this Jackie Robinson piece of the Jersey card. What do you think, Kyle, over at Wax Museum podcast? Or what do you think, Jer, about this Gretzky? How's it looking for you? And and having consultations kind of, you know, like help help a friend, lifeline, um, help me make a good decision here. And um, that's that's a, an extremely gratifying part of the hobby because um, in exchange, you can help others as well and um, build build a, a stronger relationship and connection around your, your collecting interests. Yeah, the community has been has been excellent over this past year. I think we all we all definitely agree with that. All right, before we go to Billy, I just want to say good afternoon to Bobby Burrell from Vintage Hockey Collector. We got Farm League. We uh, want to say hello to Junk Wax Investor. You, this is this is what you stumbled into, Junk Wax. Welcome to the show, Jordan Novak. Good afternoon. We got Jay Z in the house. Rick Ellsmore, Mike O. Welcome is also a participant in Hobby Palooza. Alan Berry. Good evening, Hobby Champs. Great to see you. Thomas Newman wants to shout out Yam. He always shows the, the love to the rap cards, which he definitely does. Alan Berry, hello to you. I might have just said that. There you go. There's a Snoop Dogg. Look at that Snoop Dogg. How awesome is that? Third time around. Good evening, Ether. Good, good afternoon to you. Ryan Bitter, great to have you. Okay, so let's go to Billy. Billy, you are, I mean, you work for Upper Deck, as you mentioned, but you're also a collector. You're a grapher. You, <laughs> you go out. You go to movie premieres, you go to the Academy Awards, you go chase autographs. How have you been coping over the last year without being able to actually go to events because of the pandemic? And and and, and not just you, but your brethren, your fellow graphing collectors. How have you guys been dealing with that? Well, I was, I was going to say, you know, working for a card company, um, I don't want to say I've become immune to a lot of these big cards, but, you know, going out and doing like a hand pack of the cup and you get to see all the amazing cards that go into something like that. You know, you just kind of see it year after year. And 
you know, I still collect my Detroit stuff, but as you said, I've kind of ventured out into different things. And some of the stuff that I collect is entertainment uh, and entertainment autographs and, uh, you know, other sports autographs. And it's been interesting because, you know, everything's shut down. You know, we haven't been able to go to too many card shows. They're just starting to pop back up, which is great. Um, so a lot of athletes, you know, haven't been available to, you know, the public to be able to get autographs. I'm one of those guys that brings a whole bunch of baseball cards and a baseball to a, to a game. And I get there two hours early. I'm still, you know, I'm competing with, you know, like five and six year olds to get, to get stuff, but they, uh, and I, I usually lose out. I usually, I usually tell the guys to sign for the kids first, but you know, I bring stuff to the games. And like you said, I'll go to like movie premieres or, uh, you know, talk shows and stuff like that. And those haven't been open either. So uh, it, it's been difficult. Uh, uh, and a way that has kind of uh, progressed in the last year, you know, there, there is a thing called TTM and that's through the mail. And I've seen a large growth in TTM th uh, through people. There's even, you know, Facebook pages and websites that you can get addresses and stuff. I think guys like, uh, you know, Wade Boggs and Ryan Sandberg, I think you send them like 20 bucks and they'll sign something for you that uh, other people will do it for free. But TTM has gotten really big, almost to the point where some of these guys aren't even signing anymore. But the, the really big thing that's happened, especially in entertainment, is these private signings. You know, um, because there's not money going out to, to different things, even regular day, you know, living activities, you know, people have had extra money and, and a lot of people have stepped up and, and started doing private signings with athletes, with entertainment people. You're seeing names that you never thought you would see do uh, signings. Uh, you know, uh, my buddies at Star Wars Autograph Universe got Natalie Portman to do a signing. And for those of you who don't know, she's pretty much one of the toughest autographs to get. So, you know, they're, they're, people are so excited about getting these names to the private signings. It's actually kind of changed a little bit of, of the market when it comes to getting stuff signed. You know, it, it's funny back in the day, getting, getting a, uh, a rookie card hard signed by a player was kind of like a big no-no and you're seeing it more and more now that uh, it's actually kind of a highly collectible thing is getting the, those rookie card signed. So, and, and the easiest way to do that now is through TTM and private signings. Cause there's, you know, there hasn't been much out. So you've really had to adapt and, uh, and, and that's what, you know, you obviously have relationships with other graphers and, and that's a term that was somewhat new to me a few years ago. But uh, when, when you are out there chasing autos, you guys refer to yourself as graphers and have your fellow graphers adapted the same way you have? You know, it, it, it's really interesting. Um, yes and no. I've, I actually have some friends that are graphers that have actually moved on from graphing and have gone either, as I said, into the uh, private uh, signings or even back into trading cards. I have some friends that I would go out with almost every, you know, every time I would out, be out there. And they're they're now into cards. They they don't they don't even care about graphing. So um, yeah, some of some of them have adapted. Some of them have just kind of had to realize this isn't this isn't gonna like that that year where nothing's going on. They either you know as a you either have inventory or you don't or you you know you figure out a new hustle. And you know some people had to step away from it. Some people you know figure out a, a different way of doing it and finding people because. There were still some celebrities out there and there's still were some sports people out there, but 
you know, you're having to put a lot more work into it to uh, be able to uh, get guys. Yeah. Oh, sounds like it. Okay. So let's keep on going. We're going to go over to Ben Carlos, my guy. So Ben, um, how, you know, say really just the question to you the last year, how have you been adapting your collecting style or your, your approach to the hobby? One of the biggest things that I've always tried to find myself uh, doing is try to see where everyone else isn't like going. So it's, it's an old adage of, you know, turn left when everyone's going right. Um, it's so easy to get, uh, we talked about this the other day, lost in the sauce in terms of the cards that are going up. And then it's, and you want to kind of hop on that train before it starts to dip and, and uh, go down. But I find it's always important to stay looking out, looking for the things that you genuinely like and enjoy. And I always feel that the collector wins at the over the investor every single uh, every single time. So, you know, just staying true to yourself and finding what really interests you. And, you know, obviously being a part of this incredible community and, you know, going off of what Joe was saying earlier of like just talking to others and getting those consultations on, Hey, should I buy this? What do you think of this? And then, you know, getting a, a lot of different uh, feedback on that. Yeah, no, sounds good. I've, I've, it's been a lot the same for myself and many others as well. Yam over to you. All right. Well, I definitely love what Ben is saying, but I'm going to flip that a little bit and say, maybe tune in to what others are looking for. And uh, I guess what I mean from that is like when when you are, say, struggling, maybe you don't have the budget to buy things right now, or you're just sort of stuck in a rut. Um, some of my favorite activities to do that you can do without any money is researching and making connections with people. And those are things that I just love. And um, a great way to do that is to, you know, listen in on what your buddies are like really struggling to find or to look for. It does, you know, of course, we know you know, maybe what Jeremy collects or what some big names in the hobby collects. It doesn't even have to be that. It can be your friends in the hobby. You know that they're out looking for, you know, a Joe Sackett or whoever. And um, if you do, it's a really fun thing to do to go in and maybe learn a little bit about what they're into. Do some research on rare inserts or parallels that you could provide to them and, um, and you know, set up eBay alerts because people really love it when you find, even, even if it's not relevant, but if you can reach out to them and say, hey man, I don't know if you saw this card, but this just popped on eBay. And uh, people really, really appreciate that uh, when you help them out in that way. And um, just like you know Ben and Joe were saying uh, that when you do those things for other people, the, the hobby comes back to you and you're building those relationships. So then you can lean on other people for consultations, lifelines, advice. Um, but man, I really love digging into new things and it's not always just for me. Um, I enjoy like finding something for somebody else. Yeah. And I, I have everybody's Instagram handle on the ticker right now, guys. I do recommend you follow all these guys. Yam, when I say a follow favorite on Instagram, I'm not, I'm not kidding around. Like he, he is a follow favorite because, uh, he just seems to dip his toes into just about everything. And, and, uh, and that next thing you know, he comes up with some, find some individual's rookie card that you never even thought would have a card. And, uh, and you're just kind of like, wow, that's that's really cool. Yeah, and before we before we move along, uh, well, Thomas Newman says right here that needs to be a business. And in a way, we, you know, I think what he's talking about there, Yam, is you know, finding things for people. And in a way, there are people that do that. I know uh, Ryan Nolan, who from Breakout Cards, who's got a slot during Hobby Palooza. You know, he goes to lots of card shows and he'll take lists for people. So you know, there are people doing it, but. 
But to Thomas's comment, I don't know that anybody is really marketing that as a service at a formal sort of level. So maybe there is an opportunity there. Before we leave you, Yam, though, Victor, who uh, is also coming up later uh, or tomorrow, just followed you on Instagram and he wants to sh- he wants you to share, uh, Yam, how did you come up with your name, Yamwax? Hey, Victor, thanks for the follow, man. Um, sure. Well, it's it's less exciting or exotic than you think necessarily. Um, I just I don't like to take a lot of time making decisions like that. And so I, I wanted to I, I wanted to make the decision in 20 minutes is what I gave myself to come up with an Instagram handle. And so I made a column and on one side I wrote a bunch of sports terms that I liked. And on the other side, I wrote a bunch of just like hobby related terms. And yam is like my favorite slang word for to dunk. And I, I, even though I collect all kinds of weird stuff, I really love basketball the most. And so yam was on one side, wax on the other, put it together. I couldn't believe it was available, you know, just a six letter uh, username. And it really stuck. And, uh, you know, yam isn't my real name, but people started calling me that. So now I just kind of go with it. And uh, I branded as yam wax. And Victor and everybody else, I, when I first met Yam, which goes back to, I guess, last summer, fall, I, uh, I asked the exact same question and you gave the same answer. So the story has stuck. And I think it's just a real a nice, simple answer. And, and it, I love the logo you have there at the, uh, the bottom right of your screen there, Yam. And I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying really hard to call you Yam and not by your actual name, just because, you know, that's what people know you by in the hobby now, which is great. Uh, Adventures of Troy wants to know if he should buy pineapple juice. I believe this is the question directed at uh, at our guy Ben Carlos. So if you guys don't know, Ben Carlos does have a YouTube channel by the name Ben Carlos, really entertaining content creator who I, I really enjoy watching. And uh, what's the what's the joke here, Ben? Uh, I just really like pineapple juice and I do lives uh, almost every Saturday and I'm usually drinking pineapple juice. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little flushed right now. Uh, too funny because too funny. i don't have my pineapple juice on me so no you don't you don't you don't um it, it's kind of like the way ken golden is known for his perrier you're known for your uh, your pineapple juice <laughs> com- we have a comment here from andy she blinded with her fractors just you know yeah great points yeah I'm helping friends find cards is great and it, it it's it's a wonderful thing to be able to do for sure especially people who aren't you know going to card shows regularly or might some people don't have the eBay for whatever reason or that sort of thing and we're all in so many different geographic areas that it's a great way to keep just it's a great way to build the community by keeping your eyes open for cards for other people which is something that I've been the recipient of dozens of times and have done probably a couple dozen times myself maybe not as much as I should so something to work on definitely I want to uh, bug jam says the hobby and hobby content like sports cards live has been a huge escape for me over the past 18 months or so from the pandemic, which, you know, thank you for the shout out bug jam. And, uh, but you know, even for myself too, who's busy doing two to three shows a week, consuming the content has been, I consider that hobbying, you know, a lot of people consider collecting sports cards and, and just trading cards to be the act of collecting them and whatever we do with them. But for me, to hobby, the, when I'm hobbying, I'm collecting my cards, I'm organizing them, but I'm also consuming content. And like, if, if you saw, if you were here at the beginning of the show, um, and shout out to Victory Investments, uh, an account on Instagram and a good friend of mine who uh, who wrote the wrote performed and did the video for my opening video. Uh, he took a line that I said on uh, the Stacking Slabs podcast a few months ago, where I said, you know, sports cards, it's more than a hobby; it, it's a lifestyle, and it. Because it really just permeates every, 
almost every minute of my of my waking life and sometimes my sleeping hours as well. Any of you guys want to jump in and uh, speak to that? Does that uh, trigger in? And, and also to the chat, guys, speak up. If you have any comments or anything is resonating with you, please let us know. But I'll put it out in the open for you guys if anyone wants to jump in with anything there that triggered a thought. Awkward. Sorry. Jeremy, you've you've been leading that lifestyle for decades now. For you, you're living, breathing it, and now leading it uh, in the hobby. And they're right. Like we are so appreciative of all the creators that have provided that during the pandemic. Um, but I will say, for many of us, like myself, as the world opens up, you know, it's like work life hobby balance. How does that all shake out, right? And that's something that um, I continue to think about because I love spending hours a day on the hobby. But as, you know, weekend commitments, family commitments, uh, social commitments come up, you know, how do, how do we balance this out with a new brand new open world again? And so that's been part of um, this summer exploring that, but still having fun in the hobby, too. And yeah, that's a great point. And I think right now we're all so excited about going to the national, which is something that's I think it's been consuming a lot of people who are going now. Not everybody in this on this screen. Somebody asked earlier, are we all going? So show of hands, who is going to be at the national at the end of the month? the three of us so joe you're unable to make it billy is unable to make it billy can you speak at all to um upper decks presence or or not at the national this year i honestly don't know what our what our plan is for the national um if if we'll have a, a presence there or not um national is usually not the one i go to so i i really haven't asked too many questions or focused on it because i usually go to the fall expo so um i Usually the national falls around the same time as San Diego Comic-Con and International Fight Week for UFC. So those are those are my two big events I like to go to. So uh, I usually let the other guys go to the national. Well, I don't necessarily get to choose who goes, but uh, I usually defer. And because uh, the, the fall expo is usually a lot more important to me because UD1 is coming out and that's one of the products I build. Yeah, you build a lot of the hockey brands. You also build a lot of the non-sport. We'll talk a little bit about that later. Uh, Jeffrey Hart, good afternoon to you. Don's Field of Dream says, I like, I, I think about cards I want as I go to sleep. I think I think a lot of people can identify with that. Don's for sure. Farm League says, it's definitely a lifestyle and consumes much of your life trying to find balance, right? Because uh, if you have a full-time job, let's say you have a family, as I have both of those things and I have this hobby slash lifestyle it's um it, it, it's a balancing act for sure that's cool says get rich collecting or time trying for sure for sure facebook user says this joe is going saturday awesome same finding same finding balance problem in my home my wife sees my cards as a mistress but she's probably happy that it's actually not a human female and it is it is sports card so that might be okay. Hi, Yam jumps into the comments. Says sleep is usually what loses out on work life. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Tom says, "Billy, man, you need some." Hey, we we had a. Oh, whoops! I thought I was. Uh, oh, I jumped. It's a comment coming up later. I, I read the wrong comment. Sorry. Here you go. go. Take it, Billy. There it is. There you go. Yeah, we have uh, Goodwin Champions had Big Boy last year, so we are we are looking into the. Uh, we are looking into getting rappers in, in some of our uh, sets for sure. Mr. Wonderful. Oh, no, here we go. Why can't I stop looking at Winnie the Pooh there? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hey, you know, everybody needs their branding. It matches the hoodie. Do you want to tell the story? I'm going to be rocking this on a chain at the National, just so you all know. I'm just <laughs> on a chain. There. But, uh, oh, the story behind Winnie the Pooh? Well, your, your affinity for him. 
Oh yeah, I'm just a Disney guy. Um, Where'd he go? Anyone know where Ben just, went? Oh, there he just, is. I mean, just proof of that. You know, I've never been more excited by a mail day this past like couple months than this right here, and it's a Walt Disney like rookie card, right? So, I mean, that just goes to show. You know, Disney's Disney's my thing. No, I, that, that's okay, man. Hey, and uh, Winnie the Pooh. You know, Disney iconic, uh, iconic cultural figures for sure. For sure. Uh, Will Bennett, uh, good afternoon to you. Quick question for Billy. Thinking of getting into the through the mail side of the hobby. Any suggestions for the best forums or pages to get me started? Um, I, I got most of mine just uh, from Facebook groups. Uh, they they have stuff. And there's, there's a community out there. You can also go uh, and just Google search it uh, for other groups. And I think there are some, if you want to really get into it, there, there's some pay groups like you pay a certain amount and they give you a bunch of addresses and stuff like that. So there you go. All right. Thank you for that. Good question, Will. And Jordan says that, yeah, that Snoop Dogg card was so badass, which I, I agree with. That was, uh, what was that card actually? Was that, was that the, uh, the Panini sticker? You're muted. You're muted. Can you read the label? Uh, I'm sorry, 1995 Panini Smash Hits. That's Smash his hits. first release that I found. That's awesome. What a great shot, too. Very cool. All right, guys, let's uh, let's move on to sort of the, the next topic. It's still related, but it's really like, how do we celebrate the hobby? That That's literally what I have written down in my notes is how do we celebrate the hobby, um, you know, coming off of this past year and really trying to make sure that we have momentum going forward and just on an individual level. For each of us so let's uh who should we start with should we let's start with you again joe it's been a while since we've heard you you uh jump in um how are you how are you how are you feeling now are you relaxed are you more relaxed than before um yeah i think i am a little more relaxed than um when we were all you know hunkered down and in, in isolation um and one thing that i've always um been kind of uh in in the trajectory of my collecting is I've always been a singles collector. Um, but more recently I have been, uh, busting a little bit of wax, um, just to kind of keep things interesting. And so that involves, you know, it, it, a little trip to target and maybe getting lucky or, you know, maybe a, a resell, um, eBay, uh, uh, purchase. And, um, so that, that's been kind of keeping me excited. Of course, wax doesn't always yield what, what you want, but there is sort of the thrill of the experience. Um, so I mixed it up a little bit with that, but um, we were talking about this earlier, Jeremy. Sometimes you get so much into looking what's outside that you forget what's inside in terms of your own collection. And um, anyone that's been collecting any length of time, you're bound to have cards that you've sort of forgotten about or you haven't really appreciated much lately. And so when you bring those out, you unearth them. Um, and, and my collection is far from an organized collection. I have things stashed here, there, and everywhere. And so when I do kind of come across something and I go, oh, wow, I've got this. And it's almost like a brand new card into, into your collection. And, you know, you, you bring it out, maybe you, you know, literally or figuratively dust it off. Maybe you re reholder it and maybe you think about where it belongs in your collection um, and then other times maybe you come across a card that's that's uh, grown in value and you realize it doesn't actually have that value for you. So you put it up for sale. Um, so it's it's kind of um, multidimensional, just kind of moving here, moving there, uh, keeping abreast of the content 
And um, that's one of the things um, we mentioned, the national that I'm really looking forward to, even though I'm not attending. Um, I have so many uh, content creators that I just greatly appreciate who will be on site. And um, I don't doubt that there will be a, an evolving narrative that will be extremely interesting to, to kind of um, follow for those of us who aren't there in person. So as far as like, you know, uh, backing up before the national uh, talk there, as far as being like, you know, relaxed in that, the reason I kind of used that term earlier was to, to really dig into the impact that FOMO has had on everybody, over not everybody, but people who might be in, uh, susceptible to it over the past year, but yourself specifically, like with the market, the way it's been over the past couple months is FOMO, like, first of all, was it something that you were dealing with as just as an individual in the hobby? And is it, has it subsided at all, let's say, now that the market is a bit softer? Totally. Yeah, it has subsided. And um, we're, we're coming back to earth, if you will, in terms of every card actually needing a home to land in for, for sustainability. Um, so, you know, as, as uh, Ben was saying earlier, you know, remembering what, what is important to you and um, kind of getting back to that center of your own collecting interests, whatever that is. And um, not worrying about if you, you know, you catch the Jordan wave or the Luca wave or all these, all these um, areas where I, all of us have had a moment where I could have had that card at this price and feeling like you, you missed out. And, you know, there are, for, for every one of those examples, I have quite a few examples where I'm like, whoa, I'm really glad I got that Bowman satchel page when I did. Or, or whatever the card might be that you find in your collection has now become a, a, a pretty historical and, and important card. Yeah, no, makes sense to me. I think you. I feel like a lot. A lot of the. A lot of people feel maybe that they can breathe a bit, and there's not as much of a rut. People who were afraid that the market would just keep going up are now taking a little bit more time, being a little bit more patient, and feeling like, hey, it's not just not market all the time. Which you know people that have been in the hobby for many, many years know that that it's always going to ebb and flow and have its ups and downs. But what we did experience over the last year was really unprecedented as far as the hobby goes, as far as my memory goes back. And so it was, it was, it was playing some tricks on some people's minds, I think. So the fact that we can relax and not work, not have FOMO in, impact us as much as it may have before us is probably a good thing for everybody. Okay, let's go to a couple more comments, and we're gonna then we're gonna go over to Billy and uh, on on this topic that we're on right now. But I do want to bring on. Uh, I like this Farm League here says I celebrate the hobby by giving cards away to many guests in Facebook groups who post in search of posts. Just just giving back. That's a wonderful wonderful way to uh, to be a hobbyist, to participate, and to just you know build community. So kudos to you, uh, Farm League Sports Cards. Adventures of Troy says, looking at the old cards and bringing them out, it's like Christmas time again. Yeah, that's, you know, go going back to the cards, right? And just enjoying what you already have. It's funny you say it's like Christmas time again, because I sometimes will take cards, put them away and deliberately not look at them for months and months because I want it to be fresh and surprising when I look at them again. And I can see you, some of you guys smiling. Maybe you've done that yourself a little bit. Seb says, I look at my collection when I don't have enough money to buy more, which is, I think a lot of people have been going through that. And that's, that's one, I think one of the key coping mechanisms over the past in, in such a, a bullish market is to, to just enjoy what you already have. So 
makes good uh, makes good sense to me, Seb, on, on that one there. Uh, okay, so let's let's move over to uh, to who did I say, Billy? Yep. Let's go over to you to you, Billy. You know, we're t- you know the topic being sort of how do you celebrate the hobby, meaning like you know what are you doing to to make it better for yourself and others? Well, first, I appreciate that everyone on the panel is really good at this Brady Bunch thing where they can point the directions uh, uh, <laughs> looking at the screen. Hey, you know, like like I was saying, we, we were all talking yesterday and I was slightly distracted because, you know, Hollywood's starting to come back. And I was running around at a Q&A uh, chasing, no, not chasing, but uh, Kelly Marie Tran was there. And then at the same theater, Tim Robbins shows up and then there's Taylor Kish. And I'm like, yes, you know. I hadn't really gone out to do any of this stuff in, in 15 months, 16 months. So it was, it was fun to get back in that. But uh, what's really exciting me right now about, about uh, the hobby and everything is, so it's been 15 months or so that I've been stuck in my one bedroom apartment and working from home. And uh, you know, there was a, for those of you who don't know, it usually takes, uh, you know, a, 14, like 11 to 14 months to build a set of cards. And so when, when the pandemic hit, you know, we're kind of building cards and then we're, we're watching the hobby grow. We're watching, you know, everything just blowing up. And so we, it really gave us an opportunity to um, start coming up with some new stuff, some new sets, some new content and really just like brainstorm. I mean, I'm just, I'm stuck in an apartment and I'm thinking trading cards the whole time. And uh, now all those things that we worked, we've been working on for the past 15 months are starting to arrive in people's hands in card shops and people are starting to get excited about it. You know, we, we got kind of handcuffed on a lot of things with it, with vendors, with, you know, when seasons were going to start and players and stuff like that. So you know, we had to kind of come up with a number of different solutions. Uh, you know, one of the sets that just came out, uh, not to plug, but one of the sets that just came out was the extended series, which is something we we haven't done in years. I mean, we haven't really had an extended series, but we've had like a rookie update set. And coming up with that and, and bringing back all these old inserts and all these old sets. And where do you think some of those ideas came from? It came from sitting at home watching the content, these guys that are on screen with me right now, uh, listening to what their viewers are saying and listening to what they're saying. I know Jeremy's super excited about Metal Universe coming out, you know, and we hadn't talked about bringing back Metal Universe uh, in quite some time. But, you know, when 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 we started hearing people talk, when when there were YouTube channels and, and forums and stuff and everybody talking about how much they like it. And once we saw what the market was doing with things like Precious Metal Gems and all those amazing inserts that that set had, you know, um, we, we we listened to it. And so we, we've we been building all these, you know, these new sets. We've been adding content to old sets. And I'm really excited about the stuff that that we've created as, as a company in this past year that now it, it's now COVID's over or not over, but it, it's getting contained. Uh, people are going out and doing more stuff, but they're going to be seeing a whole lot of new stuff, stuff out there for, uh, for the consumers. And I'm just really excited about it. So, well, I mean, you are obviously a collector and I love that about you, but you know, there's no doubt you do work at upper deck. You have for eight, eight years now, I believe. So, you know, 
it's just it's an interesting perspective someone who's an industry insider and how you know how the pandemic has really uh impacted you from you know kind of pulling back the curtains and and i'm sure the story you just told there's similar stories from people at your competitors uh the other the other single license licensees and all that so thanks for sharing that a couple more comments and we're going to go over to ben because ben uh, I believe you have a few, a few kind of on the non-sport side of things that might build off of a bit of what Billy was saying. So we'll come to you in one second. But I just want to say thanks to Chris Sumter. Uh, appreciate that very much. And welcome, everybody, to you know to, to Sports Cards Live. If you're new because of Hobby Palooza, I do welcome you to, to the channel, to my show, which is every Saturday night. Uh, and please do subscribe and hit the like and all those things that, that we like to say. Uh, Jordan says, I've been looking for a 52 mantle. Hey, I, I actually... Saw a couple um, on, on on the uh, the PWCC up Premier Auction has two, and then the the Doctor uh, Thomas Newman collection that's being sold later tonight by Memory Lane has some too. I mean, we're talking you know six figures and that, but hey, they're still fun to look at. Uh, Jeff Hart, I love find, giving cards that to those not currently in the hobby. So people who aren't in the hobby, giving them cards. Finding a card that means something to them for one reason or another is gratifying for both, and it helps build hobby and community. So well done, Jeffrey Hart. Re- really love that. Troy comes in and says it. I love that. Mojo Sports does the same. He's always giving back. Yeah, I watch Mojo's videos. It's just a super guy. J- uh, oh, sorry. Here we go. Jay says, any chance there will be an Avengers Metal Universe set? Billy, quick uh, answer to that. I believe there's a Marvel Metal Universe that just came out. I'm not sure about Avengers, though. Thank you. DJ Rose says, yep, just donated two boxes of cards to the Boys and Girls Club. The coordinators were so happy to have cards for their kids. That's that's just awesome. Farm League says, giving back is very gratifying. Helps build the hobby as well. It's awesome to hear others doing the same. Yeah, well done, guys. You guys in the chat are just awesome. I'm super proud to have you all here today. Junk Wax Investor says old inserts, 90s was full of innovation and experimentation. Some great stuff came out of that era. I, I agree. I love that stuff. Yam says Josh Luber. Oh, yeah, Josh Luber. He's an awesome guest. Great story as a StockX founder and a really interesting collector. Yeah, he'll be my guest on my regular uh, time slot this evening. Mark says this channel continues to be the best. Hey, man, I'm sorry. I didn't pre-read that, I swear. But thank you so much, Mark. That's very, uh, very flattering. And Four Leaf says, what's up, everyone? Giving is a great topic. We do care packages for kids with cancer getting chemo. That's wonderful. Four Leaf cards. I'm going to take a second to shout out. So I will come right back to you, Yam. I just want to shout out Slab Stocks because these guys are doing are organizing a charity event at the National at the end of the month for Camp Kesem, which sends kids who have been inflicted or their family members with cancer to camp. And um, so just the hobby is really a wonderful, it's a wonderful community. I'm just so proud to be a part of it. Thank you, Frankie, who will be on with me on my late, late show tonight. Uh, yeah, did you want to jump in with something? Oh, I was just showing appreciation to Four Leaf and Farm League and all these folks who have talked about donating, and it's just wonderful. Yeah, and one thing I'm going to suggest to everybody, I, I mean, if you watch this show or you know me at all, you know that I've been saying this for a while. One of the one of the easiest ways to get cards out there is at Halloween. You know, take if you have base cards or jersey cards or whatever you want to give away you know take a take a team bag throw in 10 cards and give cards out at halloween i've been doing it for close to 10 years my my, my old house i used to be known as the hockey card house because i'd be giving away hockey cards and uh i just i think it's a great way to do it i'd have kids co- they'd move and then come back to get the cards 
come to my neighborhood to come, you know, to, to come knock on my door. So I recommend everybody do that. Let's give more cards to more kids, especially because, you know, and just as Tops Vintage says right here, you know, do you feel that the youth are being priced out because prices are too high? Well, um, I think there's that's a big discussion. Obviously, there's there's many different aspects to it, but yeah, I think you know. Giving cards to kids at Halloween is one way to get cards in the hands of kids. As for this comment itself, I mean, maybe today's wax is a bit too expensive, but that's not the only way to, to collect and, and be in the hobby. So I always encourage us to find ways around some of these barriers. And again, this Halloween, donating to camps, to programs, that sort of thing. It's just a wonderful way to grow and celebrate our, our awesome hobby. Um, okay, I'm gonna we're gonna go over to Ben now. Uh, as far as you know, I mean this the topic and it's loose because we're straying from it, but that's okay. Being sort of celebrating the hobby over the past little while, even moving forward, uh, for, whether for yourself or others, uh, and if you can build off of a bit of the non-sports stuff, because I, I remember you were mentioning something like that before. Mm -hmm. I'll let you uh, jump in, Ben. Yeah, uh, Billy touched on it briefly about, you know, consuming a lot of different hobby content and like listening to other people within the community over and just sharing with everyone, you know, I'm going to chat uh, with, with Jeremy and Yam and it got onto this whole like non-sports cards, like the subject of non-sports cards. And I was just like, oh, cool. Let me show off something uh, that I got. And, you know, you know, again, another recent mail day, it was just a Donald Glover Lando Star Wars card. And it, it just spiraled into this thing about rap cards. And then, you know, Yam showed off his Snoop Dogg. And I was like, what? That exists? That's a thing? And then, it just, and then it just sent me down a rabbit hole on eBay. Yeah, looking for like, all right, I got to buy all these other rapper cards now. And then someone else in the chat showed off like a Kendrick Lamar throwing the first pitch. At a, at a Dodgers game, and I'm like, where, where are all these gems coming from? And it just that's that's one of the best parts of the hobby I find. It's just you know sharing all of these different finds as well as you know the different additions that we add to our collections, and then just just helps it grow even more. Yeah, agree, ben, agree. It, it, it's like a boomerang <laughs> too, man. Because I saw that Lando, and I'm just like, oh man, where does he find that? And so then I had to go out and find a few myself. So thank you, brother. Troy, Troy says, "Don't forget the Will Smith cards, Ben." Which yeah, you got I saw it right you. here. No, you got it right yeah, there. I got it on deck. You're bringing me one to the, to the national to buy for me, right? No, <laughs> no pressure, bro. No pressure at no all. Pressure. No pressure. No pressure. But you're bringing one for me, right? I, I, I kid. Um, <laughs> okay, so Yam, let's go over to you. I mean, uh, I know you're a guy who likes to. You're a guy who likes to learn things, and uh, you know, hobby wise, otherwise, I'm sure, but. What what have you what have you uh, endeavored upon over the past few months? Sure, man. Well, that's the thing is like I like to explore, try new things. You know, so we can celebrate the hobby by exploring everything that has to offer, and that's not always just the cards. Um, especially coming out of this this last year and a half, we've seen a lot of maturation in the hobby and the platforms and the things available. So I've got my own like little checklist here, and you know, I've actually added like a new one to the list. Listening to Billy, you know, I, I know about TTM through the mail. But hearing him talk about it, it's like moving up higher on the list now to try out some TTM because that sounds fun. But doing, you know, I haven't coming up on, I have things I haven't even tried yet. Like I haven't used my slabs and some of these new platforms. And so I want to try those. Um, 
I'd never graded with anyone but PSA in terms of submissions. So, you know, this last couple of months, I've tried out BGS. I miss my cards that are at PSA. You know, they go out and they're gone for a long time. And so, you know, I'm like, well, who can I at least send some fun cards off to to get some slabs back? And so I've been using SGC a little bit and that's been, you know, a good learning experience. And so just trying out different things, we can, we can look into those avenues. Um, but I got kind of down a, a path that, um, you know, oh, maybe before I get into that, I know, Joe, you have a really fun thing that you're trying out. You want to show that off quick? <laughs> I thought you might use this moment. No, I, made a, I made a trip to Home Depot uh, yesterday, and there's a lot of content out there about how to do this. And it's only for a few cards that you just think like, you know what? I'd look better out of a 6.5 white Beckett label. So, yeah, I got the uh, I got the Clippers. I'm ready to go. Amazing. I can't. You got to show the results. We got to see what happens with that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I've been, um, I, I came up with this concept a while ago. See, like I was never someone who got into top shot at all. I've never bought a top shot. I'm not a, a big digital collectibles guy. At least I hadn't been, but I really feel like it's going to be a thing. Right. And so, um, I had, I had this concept in my mind about how I think eventually we're going to see digital and physical collectibles merge, but I don't really see a way to explore that or know how to kind of even wrap our heads around that. And so I, I decided to just do an experiment myself. Like, why not? And uh, that that would be a fun thing to do. You know, well, things are a little bit slower and I'm not buying as much and trading as much and everything. Um, so I, I came up with this idea where I'd look for a rookie card that no one had ever graded before. And I could be the first person ever grade. And when I came across this card, uh, Elon Musk, um, we'll call it a rookie card, the first card that I could ever find. It's from 2019. Um, I just thought, well, here's something I can buy a bunch of. I can be the first person to ever grade it. And I can gift most of them out. So I graded 50 of them with SGC um, and then gifted 49, 49 of those away. But before I did, I paired it up with a digital twin, like a digital version of the card in the form of an NFT. So there's an NFT version of this card that lives in the metaverse. Um, and, and the idea is like just to get this out into the hobby, not to make money on it. There's no royalties like, you know, it was, it was the giveaway to like get people thinking about it. Like, how do we all start that discussion? Um, and And so, you know. Uh, started that and let's see if I can pull up the NFT. Yeah, so this is uh, the number nine out of 50 card that I graded. And um, this is the back of the card um, here. I'll pull that back up again. So that's just the digital version that exists on OpenSea, which is like you can save in a wallet, uh, just like you'd save crypto in a wallet. And I know some of that might even be crazy to some folks, but you put crypto in a digital wallet and you can also save your like NFT in there, which is a title or like a digital token that says, I own this. Um, uh, this like digital thing, but the digital picture is the actual card. Like this is this card in a video form, like circling around in a circle and it, it logs the serial number of the SGC slab. So it is like this, almost like a title to this physical card. But if in the future we do say spend hours and hours in VR and we want our collectibles out there virtually too, we can have this like virtual version of our card that we can show off to our buddies there as well as like when we're in person at a convention and show the physical card and so this went out to people i appreciate in the hobby like yourself jeremy in fact this is your card uh number awesome. nine out of 50 99 you know for gretzky wasn't available uh but i, I think he was mr hockey of the hobby and so uh, <laughs> nine seemed like a fitting number for you that's awesome thank you thanks yeah my pre i really appreciate that and uh i know many others do too um so thank you and thank you for explaining that. that's really cool that you know in 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 the during the pandemic and the way things are going, you know, there are other ways to explore and enjoy the hobby and and give as well. Really great stuff. Okay, guys, I can't believe it. We're already down to like 
eight, less than 10 minutes we have left. We still have to do the trivia question to give away the box of Top Sapphire. I want to run through the comments that we haven't yet. So I'm going to do that. Then we're going to do the trivia question. And then we'll we'll wrap this up. So let me just run through the... And then we'll, we'll have some final parting comments. But Farm League says a 90s UD inserts and slide out autos were the best. Yeah, that's, that's great. I, I love that. Uh, Ron Fig says, can't wait for Four Leaf and Reindeer's Studios stream. Great. Hope you enjoy that. Triple V says, Take a se- taking a sec off of listing and organizing to give props to the panel. Thank you very much, Triple V. Always great to have you. Uh, Mike Simon, 90s sports cards is like 60s music. Lots of experimentation and psychedelic design. Great observation. Definitely agree with that. Hobby Champ says, I'm high on 80s cartoon cards and stickers. Thundercats, Voltron. Yeah, this it's nostalgia, right? It's what you grew up with. Makes a lot of sense. Mike O, great to have you. Thank you very much. Looking forward to your stream later on. Farm League says, loving the giant diversity in the hobby now, proving there's something for everybody, entertainment, cards, et cetera, definitely. This is Jeff Morris, who's been a guest on my show. Used to work at Pacific and Pinnacle. Says, really enjoying the show. And a huge shout out to Four Leaf for doing something for kids with cancer. Awesome, definitely. Jeff Hart says, what is everyone's most unique collected card in your collection? Let's finish with that, okay, guys? Think about it. We'll finish with that question. Great one, Jeff Hart. Troy says, is the must card for sale? Bitcoin only. Good. good. And actually, they're not for sale. I'll, I can take that one for you. Yam. Inglorious says, I highly doubt virtual cards ever become popular or mainstream. Time will tell. Our Rip Pack and Slab. There's my guy. Uh, that Rip Pack and Slab is part of the uh, the Slabby Sosa. The Peter Pac-Man team says, thanks for the card, Yam. We appreciate you. There you go. They re- must have received one of your Elon Musk uh, Genesis projects. Ayo Rhino. Good evening. Love listening to the show and listing on eBay. Thanks, man. Much, much, much appreciated. Thank you, Michael Ham. Great to have you. Pure Assessful. This, thank you so much, Pure Assessful. Great to have you. Hope to meet you at the National. More women in the hobby, the better, obviously. That's wonderful. Yam. What is Yam? Yam in the chat. Love it. Says, I'm really not sure either, but that's why we explore. Exactly. DR says, wondering what you all see as the growth projection of women's athlete sports cards in this decade. That's a great question. We'll see if we can get to it. And Farm League says you guys have crushed it. Oh, thanks, Farm Stream. That's really nice. Farm, sorry, Farm Stream. Farm League. Thank you very much. Okay, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what the trivia question is right now. I don't have the box. The box of Top Sapphire F1 is with Mike Moynihan from Bench Clear Baseball Collector. So whoever wins will have to get your email address and that so he can send you the prize. But here's the question: Are you ready? The question is. And it's tied to my personal experience with F1. I got into F1 by watching the documentary Drive to Survive. It was 30 episodes. The question is, Billy at Billy's. Just, it's, I'm it's, ready. I watched, I watched all those. <laughs> who was the first driver profiled in the documentary and what city was he born? Go. So you have to have seen the doc or else you got to look it up. I think I know which one it is, but I I uh, I don't remember uh, what where he's what city he's from. You don't remember what city he's from. So we don't we don't have a right answer yet. We still do not have a right answer yet. We've got we've got Andretti has been guessed a couple times. Shoemaker, Tony Stewart, Hamilton, a few guesses. Jacques Villeneuve, no, not Jacques, no, not Ayrton Senna. Let's see if anybody watched the doc. And the reason why I chose this is because I had to come up with a trivia question. But also, um, I was very unfamiliar with F1 until 
this documentary and now I watch the races every Sunday and I completely enjoy them. So there we go. We have, ooh, we have the right racer, but the wrong city, unless I don't know the city. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> unless I don't know the city. I have to, I have to shoot. I have to Google it quick. I was going off my memory from the documentary. Let me just see. While you're looking it up, Billy, I was just going to give kudos on that Metal Marvel set. Uh, I It's piqued my interest. I didn't think I was going to buy any, but now I'm pretty keen on it. Uh, looking into seeing all those uh, breaks and watching people pull these fire inserts I'd never seen before, like geodes. They did yep. a great job with that. I'll, I'll tell you, uh, they were asking about Avengers uh, Metal Universe. If if you guys haven't had a chance to get the Marvel, the Black Diamond Marvel that set's absolutely ridiculous. One of the best Marvel sets that we've we've ever built. I I've uh, collected a lot of that stuff myself just because I saw how gorgeous those cards were and the autographs and the and the quotes. I mean, I think we mentioned yesterday. You, you got Hemsworth saying, "Bring me Thanos" on the you know on the on the card. And like, how how sick is that? Okay, guys, we do have a winner. We have a winner. Here we go. Right here, heavy. Daniel Ricardo is the racer, and he is born in Perth, Australia. We did have it. We did have the guest earlier, uh, a, the same right driver, but the guest was Melbourne, which was not correct, as I didn't think, and I just looked it up. But there we go. Heavy, you are the winner. Um, Mike, if you're in the chat, if you could let Heavy know how to claim his prize. Yeah, you got it, Heavy. Congratulations. That's pretty awesome. If nothing else, Heavy, I have an email address on the uh, in the About section of my YouTube channel. So just send me an email, and I'll make sure we get it over to, to Mike at Baseball Collector and Bench Clear Media so that you can get your, your awesome prize. So congratulations to you. Guys, we are – it is 1.57 on my clock. We have about three more minutes. So I'm going to take a second to just thank my my fellow panelists for joining, guys. This has been a, a lot of fun. I can't believe this is the fastest one hour I think I've ever had. So I want to thank you all. Make sure you check out these guys. I'm going to – I've had this on, this on the ticker here for the last few minutes. I've had the upcoming episodes on my channel, Sports Cards Live, again, every Saturday night, live interviews with industry insiders, passionate collectors, and content creators. We have all of them on the screen with us right now that fitting all categories – Check out Ben Carlos's YouTube channel. It's awesome. He's hilarious. Give him a subscribe. Follow Joe. Follow Yam. Follow Billy on Instagram. I'll throw up their, their Instagrams one more time. And I will also let you know, here's the, here's the website for Hobby Palooza. Check it out for the rest of the schedule. Following this episode, we have Diamond Yard Sports Cards. Check out Diamond Yard Sports Cards. Visit them next. They'll be on the next slot for the next hour. And uh, check out the website for the rest of the schedule for the duration of Hobby Palooza, which is for uh, the rest of the day and pretty much all day tomorrow. So, again, thank you to everybody. I guess that's it, guys. We're good. Ready to sign off. You want to just, we'll just wave goodbye. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks, Thanks for joining. Again, big shout out to Mike and Ty at Bench Clear and all the other participants and the chat. You guys are awesome. Thank you very much. And we're going we're gonna to end it right here. We'll see you all throughout the rest of Hobby Palooza. And please subscribe and come back and join my show uh, every Saturday night from here until I can't do it anymore. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. You all wait there. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.